You're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Hey, Sue. Hi, Jess. How you doing, girl? I'm so good. Good. It feels like spring outside, even though it's really cold. Yeah. The sky is alluding me to believe that the sun is coming out. I love your optimism. Right? Yes. I'm so excited. And I even like dressed for spring today because I'm just willing it forward. It has to be here soon. I love it. I feel warm just looking at you. I know, right? It's the best. <laughs> hey, we're getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beautiful blue skies, we should talk about home exteriors today. Well, uh, yes. What do you say? I like it as we enter the outdoors. Yes. We start to see see the green come out. Now that we can see the outsides of our houses, <laughs> now that they're de-thawing yes. and getting unpiled from Ooh. all of the cold weather. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about exteriors and curb appeal. Yes. Okay. So today's question comes from at Brittany Greer and she says, do you have any opinions on painted exterior brick? We are interested in painting the exterior of our home, but would like to know more about the pros and cons of doing so. Painted brick. It's a hot topic yeah. for sure. We, we, we believe in it. We do. Yeah. We've done plenty of homes in painted brick and the outcome is sensational. Um, gosh, it's just such a beautiful, classic, traditional story. And it's a really easy way to rescue a tired looking home Amen. if it's a remodel. Yeah, it's a good solution. Um, pros and cons, I would say there's so many pros. The biggest con is going to be the maintenance mm-hmm. of a painted brick home. And as for that, I can't, we can't really totally speak to that because we're not, neither of us are living in a painted brick home. Um, what we've, what we've Googled and we've looked up seems like they're saying anywhere from three to five years it could be that you need to touch up or um, do maintenance on a painted brick home. So that's something to keep in mind when you're doing it. But more than anything, I would talk to your painter or painters, plural, and find out their best practices on um, priming for it, painting it, sealing it, um, what their best, you know, make sure that they've done it before. Like you don't want to be their first rodeo when it comes to painting a a home on the exterior. And there's different qualities of brick too, Mm -hmm. like different ones that will absorb paint differently. And so ask them about that. Will your, will your brick actually absorb the paint well? Yeah. And how long will that last? And is it going to be susceptible more so than another brick to chipping and just wearing with the weather mm-hmm. and to really to where you live, I think in the weather. Yeah. Consider that too. If it's really warm and you're not having snow melt and just wind and yucky stuff, then you're probably a great candidate for painted brick. And even if, if you do live here in Utah or somewhere that does have harsher winters, we still do it all the time because I do think the pros outweigh the cons Yeah, for the look that you get and the refresh that you'll have. Yeah, definitely. Does it feel more like a timeless move to you guys or does it feel at all trendy? It's so funny for us. We get obviously that question the most to talk about traditional being trendy, Mm -hmm. but right now traditional is trending and I feel like it's a really traditional move to paint your home, your brick home white. So yes, it's trending right now, Mm -hmm. but I can't imagine a time where a white brick or an all white home isn't going to look like a gorgeous Southern plantation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the stuff of movies and love songs and 
music videos, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I should know that. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems very romantic and idyllic to me. It so does. I think the first time Alice Lane did a white pr- painted brick home was when you were pregnant with Nolan. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably been almost five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe you could talk a little bit about the character of the brick and like the color of the brick yeah. that, that was chosen because they knew all along they were going to paint this home. Yeah, she had a very clear idea of what she wanted this home to be. And the builder, um, I didn't realize this at the time, but you can't find just like white painted brick, just like manufactured. Maybe you can now, but I haven't seen any on the market. So mm-hmm. if you know something we don't, please share. Um, and, and they don't just make brick in white. No. Like where the, where the terracotta or the material of it is just white. Mm-hmm. It's always a color, right? Yeah, it's always a color. And so she knew she wanted a white painted brick. We knew we wanted it to be an interesting texture mm-hmm. and match the style of this home. And so the builder found some that was, I think it was like reclaimed, taken off of another home or something. Anyway, he got a hold of all this brick. That's such a great texture. It was beautiful. He knew the characteristics of it, the, you know, how it would paint. Mm-hmm. And that's what we used. And it was just, it's, it's stunning. It's really, really beautiful. And so that's something too, to consider if you are building is just to be clever, get creative. Cause it's not like you're going to find a white brick. Mm-hmm. So just find the right texture. And then that's what you should use on the front of your house and paint it, paint it white. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's great. Probably another good thing to ask your painter is like the brand of paint that he has seen, you know, like stand the test of time the most, the best sticks. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That sticks. Um, but yeah, I, I would say probably I have a sister-in-law who just barely painted, um, her home and it looked great. And I'm thinking about painting it mine. I'm for sure going to do it. It's just a matter of when, Uh but I want it to like, I just want to make the best decision possible. So definitely I'm like going to investigate the brand of paint and kind of Mm -hmm. what adheres the best, what weather is the best because everything's going to weather. It's just a matter of like how long. Yeah. And the primers and the process and yeah. Yeah. Measure twice, cut once. And how it reacts to sun. Yeah. Kind of talked about painting stucco and like you had an experience where it kind of, Mm -hmm. It did some weird stuff over a long, hot summer. Yeah. I had a neighbor across the street that decided to paint their stucco home. And we just sort of, you know, watched that process. I had never seen anybody paint stucco before. Have you ever seen that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was the first time I had ever seen it. This is probably like, you know, 15, 12, 15 years ago. And we slowly watched that home that they painted that it was probably like a tan or a brown. Mm -hmm. And they painted it gray. And it slowly over the year turned mauve. I don't know if they knew that their house was mauve. I think that it was just so gradual, <laughs> like the frog in boiling water. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, snap, that's a mauve house. <laughs> but, and I don't know Someone if like- tell them. <laughs> the UV yeah, rating. I don't know if the UV rating or something wasn't quite right with the paint, but yeah, it did not take to being baked in the sun very well. Yeah, yeah so- well, I mean, obviously, I don't know, whites, what would they do? They would probably yellow. Um, probably. If I mean, because they're not going to paint. Uh, maybe they would pink. I don't know. But that's something, I guess, to pay attention to also when you're talking to your painter and mm. making sure that you're using all the right materials because it's going to be a big investment. I mean, labor and materials, it's going to be a big investment. But I think it's a really great way to either save, um, you know, a home that's a remodel that you're not crazy about the exteriors and then just have to maintain. We all have to maintain our homes. I have a home that's made of cedar shakes 
And it's, uh, I have a pre-baked finish on mine to make them gray, but it's been five to six years now that we've been in the home and the, the gray shakes are starting. You can start to see the cedar color coming through. It's warm and it's pretty and it definitely looks like a home in the Hamptons, but I'm like, oh geez, it's time. It's between five and six years. I've got to get, I've got to figure out what that gray stain is. And we've got to get, you know, those, especially on the hot side of my house, it shows in the cooler parts on the porch and in the shade, it looks brand new still, but it, it does take maintenance. And I'm standing on that, on that step going, Oh geez, I've got to get somebody out here to do it. And, and you're going to, you're going to have that feeling at some point too, if you're doing a painted brick home, it's not going to be the same feeling. It's just having a red brick home that you don't have to maintain. So well, if you guys were going to paint a home or the, yeah, the exterior of a home white, mm-hmm. would you recommend like warmer shades like you typically would in the interior? Yeah. And I think maybe this is a good time to sue to yeah. speak to the windows that you guys just experienced speaking of warmer whites. Yeah. We were working on a home in Amarillo, Texas for a really fun family and she wanted a white brick house. Um, they wanted to, they were using Pella windows and so, and they wanted a white, just classical window mullion. And so they used Pella white. Um, the warm white that we picked out was beautiful. It looked great with the trim and everything, the fascia that we also picked out. But when they installed the window, the window white became in a lot cooler of a white. Almost like an optic white. A brighter white, white yeah. than what the exterior paint color was that we specified. So we had to kind of go back to the drawing board, get samples of that exact mullion, and then kind of go like repick out everything and go to something that was a little bit more crisp that would get along. Mm-hmm. So I would say, make sure you know and understand what colors your windows are either staying, mm-hmm. or if you are remodeling and going to a black window, or if it is a white window, know what that white is and what the manufacturer will be bringing over to your house. Mm-hmm. So you're not surprised when it clashes with Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Dear White. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, those factory finishes where you can't control them. I mean, obviously they have the benefits that they come pre-finished, 
Um, and you know, those finishes are baked on and they're hardy and everything, but most of the time we're going to paint a wood window like Pella on site where we can choose the whites. Cause to your point, Corey, yeah, we do want a warmer white for sure. It's, it's out in the earth, you know, this home is standing tall and optic white is good for paper out of the copy machine. <laughs> it's actually not even natural to have optic white teeth. You know, I mean, I know our toothpaste might say optic white on it, but if somebody has teeth that white, like they look crazy. It's alarming. Yeah. <laughs> it is alarming. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I know there's like eye drops you can put in your eyes that make the whites of your eyes optic white. And we're just like, People, calm down. You're not not a newborn. (laughs) Calm down already. It's okay. (laughs) Bones are supposed to be a little bit warmer white, and I think our houses are too. It's just a little bit more natural. So yeah, we're definitely going to choose a warmer white. Yeah, we'll try and pick ones that don't have too much of a yellow undertone, though. Mm -hmm. Just have some neutrality. But But we just want to kick the blue out. We We don't want any of those whites that are blue undertones exactly looks so. like an alien lives there yeah it's like those new light bulbs those are too white they're also too, too white yeah, yeah. They're very blue you look you totally look like an alien yeah nobody looks good in that no yeah no. we got to soften our appearances anyway um so let's talk for a minute you mentioned black windows versus white windows mm-hmm. sue when you're talking about the Pella windows um how do you feel about black windows do you feel like they're a trend would you say um Go with a white window or, or do you like the black window? I think black is definitely trending. I mean, we've seen, we've seen it more like the last, like, I don't know, five, eight years than we ever have before. Um, I think if you have like an industrial home, you know, where they're actual steel windows and like, you're really embracing that look, it makes sense. Um, but understand that it is a trend. Mm-hmm. And so, but white windows, I feel like are really, really classic. I don't think you'll ever get sick of a white window. In fact, yeah on that home we were talking about before she was kind of going back and forth. And this was five years ago. She's like, do I do black windows or do I do white windows? And in the end we stayed with white windows because she really wanted this classic house mm-hmm. and the black windows just didn't cheapen it. It was it still look crisp and very, gives it a little bit more of that modern edge, but mm-hmm. the white window gave her that again, kind of old plantation Georgian looking of a house that she was going for. Yeah. So I'd say white windows are probably the most classic Black windows are great if you want a little bit modern. Yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. That's great. Um, Okay, let's talk for a minute about, well, actually, there's a question that goes with this. We'll ask this. So, at Kristen Webster Banta says, or asks, is there a designer way to decorate front doors? Our wreaths out, I have a rounded glass double doors for her front door. Um, So... I think that wreaths are not out. I can't remember a time actually where they were. I think it always is very charming um, to be able to dress your front door. Mm-hmm. For us, we uh, we believe in like really great hardware on the front door. This is a place to really spring for that beautiful. Maybe you're using Rocky Mountain hardware for your door for your um, handset and. Um, I love House of Antique hardware. I have a a brass mail slot on my door that's actually operable and you can really slide a birthday party invitation through it. Um, My husband's friend thinks it's funny to scream in it and then it sounds like there's (laughs) somebody standing in my entry. Um, And then I also love, um, I have a big Fox door knocker on on my house and then the Fox door knocker centers perfectly on the wreath. 
So besides a beautiful handset, oh, I also have a brass kick plate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think doll it up your, your totally. front door, go for all the hardware. And um, I have a dark front door. It's kind of a black Navy and the hardware on it just really shows off. It looks pretty without even a wreath on it, but mm-hmm. you can always go for a classic boxwood wreath that always looks timeless and traditional. I'd say avoid fake flowers. Um, That's kind of the wreaths where we're like, oh, geez. It just needs to look, I think, real and and just believable. I don't believe that that blue rose can survive (laughs) (laughs) in the sunshine of a front door. So don't do it. And and just for, I guess, don't ever buy anything that's a a blue blue rose. rose. (laughs) (laughs) My sister-in-law had those for her bridal (laughs) <laughs> that bridesmaids bouquets flowers I look back and I'm like what, what were they thinking this was in the mid 90s when oh. navy roses were cool in the winter I don't know anyway don't do it you'll have regrets <laughs> people great. are gonna laugh at you and your moth your moth stucco <laughs> good so. advice too I think that's great yeah I love a wreath and I in general love a round wreath mm-hmm. and I want a really large scale wreath yeah I think a tiny wreath is kind of like using a tiny rug where it just sort of shrinks the overall appearance and look. I want a generous, mm-hmm. big, gorgeous wreath. And you see like, you know, a lot of these like kind of asymmetrical, just kind of wild growing yeah. wreaths. And I think they're so pretty and they really do feel like they've just been sprouting and it really mm-hmm. could be just this live growing art install on your front door it's kind beautiful. of a wild hair day exactly. of a thing yeah it's a messy bun or <laughs> on your door i love it and anyway we have the magnolia ones that we love mm-hmm. a lot because they have that nice really broad leaf again that has those warm greens and tones that get along with your door color and the white brick so do you guys have any like guidelines for painting a front door like i'll you know what i mean you'll be driving through a neighborhood and i See, like, there's, like, bright teal. And I'll just be like, what were they thinking? But mm-hmm. obviously... They're from, Corey. <laughs> they're, from, they're originally from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave them alone, Corey. But no, do you have... No, people really want to express themselves when it comes to their front door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So their, their house will be, like, this, like, brown stucco, you know yeah. what I mean, from 20 years ago. And then just, like, a teal door. Just, like, where did that come from? Do you guys have any, like, guidelines of, like, <laughs> hey, like, you know, try to work if you're... Well, like, they should work with what you brown have, stucco. How about that yeah. first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> start there. Let's start with the brown stucco. Let's cheer them up that way. Start with the body and, of the house. And, good, then, we'll and then the teal the door can stay. No, I'm joking. Is, is it weird to have a front door that's its own color that's not really pulling from any other, other exterior finish in your house? Well, I mean, I think if you have the white home, then really anything goes for the front door, honestly. Okay. You could get away with a lot more if you have a pretty clean um, home on the exterior. And think, too, of, like, the style of your home, you know, and if it's kind of modern mid-century, I think yours is right. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at, like, homes in Palm Springs. A lot of them are white, and they all have, like, bright doors. If you live in that environment, it makes sense. Or if that's how you want to express yourself. We have friends Mm -hmm. that go to Seaside in... Florida, Florida mm-hmm. every summer. And they always come back with just like pictures and pictures of just the doors that they love. And they're like, they get inspired by that and they want to bring that here, which I think is great if that's the home that they want. Yeah. Um, but just make sure it gets along with like the rest of the finishes, even if it is, I think a contrasting color to the body of the house. Yeah. I think that's fine. I just think it's, don't be well, fluorescent you, maybe. You might have to take a few more of your finishes on that journey with you. You just can't be as abrupt as thinking 
You've made yourself a tropical home by painting your front door <laughs> like teal. <a> <laughs> yeah, like you, you got to get the shutters on board. You got to invite some other things to that party. You okay. cannot just get away with painting the front door and surprising your husband when he comes home that you live in a tropical paradise now. <laughs> Don't go to Home Depot and let your kid just like pick out a paint swatch and be like, oh, it's expression. Yeah. Um, be thoughtful yeah. <laughs> about that. Yeah. I was helping my neighbor. She was trying to do it. We kind of live in an area where... A lot of the homes were built during the heyday of that European era um, where Tuscan was a big thing. So there's a lot of um, brown stucco, brown rock, a lot of those finishes. And she was hoping to sort of brighten and um, update her home a little bit. And it was amazing what just painting all the shutters on her home and her front door and the casings on the exterior. Maybe she, did she even do the soffit and fascia? Most people's soffit and fascia at that time was brown, but that will even really cheer up mm-hmm. even tired looking stucco to get new soffit and fascia. It really, it was interesting. It didn't take a lot, but brightening up her shutters and her door um, just gave it a facelift. And I think she's been a lot happier with it without changing out the rock and the stucco and everything else. But that's what I'm saying. Like invite something else along to that party. Don't just think you can get away with painting a front door. Okay. You know? So if, if you were going to paint the front door yeah. a certain color, you'd do like the brick mold or casing and jam and, and everything like that you same could color? Consider, yeah, you could consider all of that at the okay. same time. Um, I like my, my window casings, I have side lights on the sides of my door and those are white, but then my front door is like sort of this black Navy. And for only being in my house for about um, just a little over five years, I've already painted my front door twice. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's so dark. It's like a black car. Shows everything. And it was kind of starting to crack a little bit, the finish, and just looked dry and like it needed some oil of Olay or something. It was just... Mm, nice. <laughs> just needed... That's probably something to consider. A like, fresh coat. Yeah, it's high maintenance. Yeah, and like yeah. where... What direction your house is facing, if it's getting more sunlight or not, especially mm-hmm. on the door. Yeah, and um, I even have a covered porch. Yeah. So I thought I could get away with it. But what I'm telling you is we're talking about maintenance on exteriors as I'm feeling it right now because I've been in there for five years. And I'm like, yeah, the shakes need it, you know, and the front door needed it. And it's time. you got to maintain it. So if you know that about yourself, that you're not going to want to maintain things, painted brick is not for you. A dark front door is not for you, you know, and, and, and I have a wood front door. So maybe you're just going to want to get, you know, something fiberglass and, you know, something that's going to be easier to maintain and won't show the wear and tear as much. But I think the most beautiful things in life are always going to be the natural finishes. Mm -hmm. We just, we just love that, you know, um, there's easier Things I was talking about pergolas on the back of the home um, with a friend. And I was saying, gosh, I was so bummed. My builder, um, he put this pergola up before I had a chance to stop by the house one day. And it was in the middle of, you know, we were building out another store and I had a lot of things going on and we were building this house for ourselves, but I'm working on other people's homes harder than my own. And I got there one day and he had had a vinyl fence company put a pergola on the back of my house made out of vinyl. And I was like, holy Moses, who made this decision? Where was I? This is a bad surprise, a really bad surprise. So I've got this two story white vinyl pergola on the back of my house and I long for the day that I can replace it with wood, but I know wood's going to be more maintenance, Mm -hmm. but they're just, the finishes are more beautiful and believable. And there's nothing pretty about white vinyl. 
yeah. other than the maintenance. Yeah. So I think you have to decide, you know, where you're at on that, but there's, I don't know if there's like a ton of products that are more beautiful than the original that you don't have to maintain. I think it's just part of living in a beautiful home, mm-hmm. you know, it's just taking care of it and yeah. Having somebody come over to touch it, you know, every five years. I think know. even aside from the finish of the vinyl, yeah, you talked just about the substance too of the posts yeah. like the vinyl, like they were just skinny. They were oh, skinny, little, yeah. kind of scrawny. And like looking at it, you're like, the wind's going to blow that right down because it's not believable. It's not. And so again, with like the natural materials, you want something that's authentic uh-huh. and believable that could hold up yeah. the structure that and you're building. And the heft that architecture comes with in it. Your house, yeah. right? Totally. So yeah, that's good. Um, let's talk about, um, the size of windows. I feel like that's another thing that's really changed. Uh, oftentimes we'll get called to help people with their, their home or a home that they're going to buy and it's going to be a remodel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, what can we do to the exterior of it? I like the bones of the house. I can work with the inside. We can make the interiors beautiful, but can we work with this ugly exterior? And I think, Besides the finishes changing, we also have to remember that we can change the windows. Back in, you know, I don't know when the homes were built, 70s, 80s, some of the stuff we're remodeling right now, the homes just weren't as big, or sorry, not the homes, but the windows just weren't as big as windows today. Um, I think, you know, front doors have become more generous as well. And so think about the spaces where you're going to spend a lot of time in the kitchens. You know, you can cut in larger windows. That's going to really change the aesthetic of the home. Um, finishes will, I think a really good looking roof. I think our roofs have gotten really heavy mm-hmm. looking. I love a really heavy looking roof materials and soffits and fascias have gotten larger gutters. You can get beautiful copper gutters, gorgeous, big lanterns. I think the lanterns and the, you know, on the exteriors, we're going for much larger lanterns than we ever used to. Um, so just be really generous. I think in, um, in things as you're updating generous in scale and it's going to really give back to the interior, too, to have really large windows like that. And it's how we want to live on the inside, too. We want to live with more light, which is yeah. why we have bigger windows. Yeah. So, and like you said, cutting it in, it's so much easier to go bigger than mm-hmm. it is to go smaller. So you're lucky, older homes, because it's just making a bigger square on the outside of that house. Yeah. And getting more light in there, which I think is such a beautiful way to live. It's how we promote lifestyles. And yeah, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you guys think on like mixing textures in an exterior? So like I'm in the old, my old neighborhood, like the HOA in that neighborhood mandated everyone that built a home there to have one side of their house stucco. So there'd be people that had siding, stucco, rock that was cased in brick. Mm-hmm. It was just like looking at a pile of finishes. What a it, cool HOA. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so what's your, what's your rule on that? Like, Hey, yeah. stick to, you know, if you're gonna choose one, stick to it. Or like, I what, mean, what do you guys three think? three at the most, honestly. I think most homes where we're looking at, it's like two finishes. Yeah. But three at the very most. And feeling that mass of material, like if it's a brick home, uh-huh. it's brick on all sides. It's yeah. not brick on a veneer of the front of the house. Oh, gosh. Thank you we for see saying that, that. I know. Just yes. hearing, hearing you talk about that stucco, you have to have stucco on one side of the house. Oh, shoot me in the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do that at all. Yeah, I think that like, you know, we'll see a lot of times people will really invest in the in the 
the face plane of their home, but then the sides question, maybe not. And then the back that's like all stucco, which is, you know, obviously a really great cost savings technique, but not beautiful. You're not a paper doll. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cover your whole self up. Totally. Yeah. That's a really great way to say that. But I think for the most part, we're going to do some sort of masonry on the foundation. So rock or stone gives it a really heavy look that's grounded. And then from there we'll either work into um, like a type of siding or a stucco. um, Or a shake like yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. A cedar shake. Yeah. A different texture that's usually, but the heaviest texture is going to be on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say two to three. Less is more. Yeah. It really is. Try for two finishes. If you have a third one, maybe it's hanging out more on the back, but yeah, rhythms. I'm usually organic rhythms like to hang out with more structured rhythms. So again, like maybe you have a straight siding, like a wood siding up top, and then you've got some sort of cobble, you know, some sort of beautiful stone on the bottom that gives that organic mm-hmm. mix. But yeah, less is more. Yeah. And that's so tricky. Cheers. Yeah. Anyway, um, curb appeal. Anything else we want to say about curb appeal? I think when I was thinking about your house, you have such a pretty railing. I think we should talk about railings. Oh, that's a great way and to give an up instant update. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people have just, if you have just kind of more standard home, you have like a porch mm-hmm. deck, right? Yeah. Uh, but if it's not too high up off the ground, some builders don't even put like a railing up, you know, and such a bummer. Like mm-hmm. that's such a great opportunity to add that jewelry and talk about yours. Yeah, um, mine's more of a Chippendale style because, again, I live in kind of a beach-looking house. Um, and it's powder-coated white, and I still love it. I would choose it today. And I think that it's just a really great way to express your style. And um, it's just kind of like the statement earring, you know, mm-hmm. on an outfit. So paying attention to those railings. I swear nothing will – not well. There's a lot of things that will date a home really fast, but – there's a lot of homes that just feel really dated because the railings were just kind of passed by, but I think it's a really great way to freshen things up and go with something brighter or powder coated or I don't know. It's, it's just a beautiful way to do it. When I think about like my folks home, they built at a time when um, Hunter green was like all of the rage. And so they've got, um, I think their railings are Hunter green pot belly um, flat straps. You can kind of picture it. It was like when Thanksgiving Point was mm-hmm. being built and they loved all of that. And they have dark green windows instead of black windows or white windows. There's a dark green. So, yeah. And I think in my mind, I'm like, oh, it'd be so easy just to update those railings and swap out the the windows. It's still like a beautiful classic traditional home, but the railings really do sort of set you back mm-hmm. in time. So that could be an easy thing as you're looking at homes to remodel, to as you're trying to reimagine what could this home be, should I buy it or not? I think consider that those railings are an easy thing to get rid of and and make a quick update Mm -hmm. to cheer the house up. I think so often too, we're simplifying, you know, like you have a really more complex pattern on your railing, but even if you were just to go to a more simple, just black straight up and down with like some simple turnings, Mm -hmm. that would update your house. And I think, when you're talking about the brown stucco with the brown windows and the brown stone, mm-hmm. I think right now we crave contrast, which is probably why people love the black window mm-hmm. so much against the white brick or the white finish on the exterior is just for that crispness and that it just feels very intentional and isn't muddy. Yeah. And so I think that that is a fresh way to update. Agreed. 
I like that. That's great. Awesome. Well, I hope this helps everybody. There's always um, Photoshop too. If you're trying to figure out your remodel, we oftentimes will take a great picture of a of a home that we're working on and apply different finishes to it. And that might help you get there. I would talk to the right contractors, get all your information in um, so that you know exactly what you're getting into before you paint your brick. But it's a solution that we have been loving for years now. And I think the outcome is really sensational. Anyway, hope this helps and good luck to you on all of your curb appeal updates. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 